Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is whole business, not big business. I don't know about you, but I would rather have nothing and no Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart
All praises be to the King of kings, the Lord of lords. What a mighty God we serve. Good evening and welcome to the Light of Portland. I am your host, Pastor Kimberly Black, and we bring you greetings from the City of Roses, Portland, Oregon, where the Lord is doing a great work in us. We are so excited that you came to worship with us on tonight. I hope and pray that wherever you are sitting right now, for the next 60 minutes, you turn that spot into your place of worship. The ground is already saturated because I know you've been praising the Lord all day from that spot. And so the ground is ready for some more word. It's ready for some more praise. It's ready for some more worship. And all you have to do is be a good amen corner. Amen. So we're so glad that you came to worship with us on tonight. We give God the highest praise. We give him the glory. We give him the honor. And we bless him for being supreme, for being sovereign in our lives. We thank him for this day and for the day that we experience today. If you are here in Portland, Oregon, you know that most of our day was spent inside. Amen. Uh, we, we had an inclement weather day. And so we are making it to all of our brothers and sisters that are joining us in Georgia and in Texas. We are surviving. We're hanging in there. Amen. We're, we're, we're keeping, keeping it alive and we're grateful to God. We want to honor the men and women of God that make this platform possible. We thank God for Bishop Stephen and Bishop Ann Butterfield, Bishop Bruce Smith, Pastor Sherelle Pennington, and all the women and men of God that preach on this broadcast week after week. If it were not for you all showing up and them showing up to preach, there would be no light of Portland. So give yourselves a hand tonight. Come on, put, put those hands together. Give the Lord some praise because you are committed to the light of Portland, and we are so grateful. We are so excited. Uh, we want to just kind of um, share a few announcements with you. Uh, we know that all of the events that were scheduled for um, the Martin Luther King celebration has been postponed to later times in February, and so we will give you all of those information um, all of those dates um, next month when time comes. Um, but let's keep praying um, for our city, praying for um, those that are houseless, not able to make it into the warming centers. Let's continue to pray. Pray for the family um, of the two that were found um, deceased in a fire early. I think it was yesterday morning. Uh, so we want to continue to pray for our city, not only the city of Portland, but any other city that's experiencing severe cold weather outside. We do want to continue to pray for our brothers and sisters. Um, it started with me. It's theme this year for Dr. Martin Luther King's celebration. And in honor of Dr. King, the Greater St. Stephen's Mission of Baptist Church cordially invites you to let, get our hearts held together. Faith followers for Christ, where faith meets fitness in an electrifying, soul-lifting experience. We will be doing a one-hour workout on Saturday, January 20th, from 10 to 11 
at 3535 Northeast Mallory, Portland, Oregon. And guess what? The pay is what you can give. Amen. There's no charge, but whatever you can give. And we're asking you to register. All you have to do is go to www.pardiofitness.com. Again, go and register. This is for the for our women. Let's get our heart health together. You can go to register at www.pardiofitness.com. This event will be on Saturday, January 20th, 10 to 11, at the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church. Tomorrow, my brothers and sisters, all across this nation, we will honor and celebrate and pay tribute to the life, the work, the dream, and the legacy of the late Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Dr. Martin Luther King was born January 15, 1929, and he left us April 4, 1968. He was an American Baptist preacher, activist, political philosopher, philosopher, who was one of the most prominent leaders in the civil rights movement from 1955 until his assassination in 1968. He was a black church leader and a son of early civil rights activist and minister, Martin Luther King, Sr. Dr. King advanced civil rights for people of all color in the United States. Through the use of nonviolence resistance and nonviolent civil disobedience against Jim Crow laws and the other forms of discrimination in the United States. Please join me as we take a few moments to remember the work of Dr. King. Let us have a moment of silence. Whoa! 
The legacy of Dr. King did not begin with us. It is a story that is bigger than us, and it is a story that will not end with us. Let us continue to live the legacy. Let us continue to do the work. Let us continue to empower the dream, for it starts with me. Tonight, uh, we have joining us to bring forth a mighty, powerful word, our friend and our brother who is no stranger to the light of Portland family, Elder James Wooten of the St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church. We are going to have a word of prayer. Following that word of prayer will be a song. Following that song, the next voice you will hear will be that of Elder James Wooten. Let us go to God in prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we just thank you, O God, for your mercy and your grace. We thank you for being so kind and so loving. Father, we worship you tonight. We bless your name. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We lift you up, O God, for there is none like you. You are the great I am. You are the Prince of Peace. You are the Rose of Sharon. You are a sovereign God. You are the righteous God. And we look to you, Father God, because you are the author and the finisher of our faith. Lord, we worship you. We bow down in your presence. We lift up holy hands to you, O Lord. We cry out to you, Father, because you are worthy of the highest praise. Lord, we raise a hallelujah tonight because it is your breath in our lungs. And we pour out our praise to you, Father. God, we just glorify you, Lord God, because you are a great God. You are a good God. You are a mighty God. You are a faithful God. Lord, you are our healer. We are reminded in, in scripture that you are our portion. You are the joy. You are, you are our strength. Lord, you are our way maker. Father, you are our mind regulator. You are our company keeper. And we bless your name tonight, Father. We thank you for the opportunity to come before your throne of grace. Father, we ask that you would forgive us of all of our sins because your word says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We have said something. We have done something that did not please you. We have thought something. We, we moved too slow when you spoke. God, forgive us. You told us to do something and we didn't or we did it our own way. God, forgive us. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Father. Remove every evil thing that's in us that, that separates us from you. Everything that causes a stink to arise in your nostril, Father, that's found in our hearts tonight, God. Expose that thing to us that we may confess and repent of that thing. God, forgive us. Wash us thoroughly in the blood of the Lamb. Create within us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. Father, we come tonight praying for peace in Israel. Lord, we pray, Father, that the men and women who are facing war, who are fighting in a war, Father, those that are trying to hide from being held hostage or trying to hide because people are trying to murder them, Lord, please, God, protect your people, Lord God. We ask, God, that you would Dispatch your ministering angels, Father, to help your people, oh God, um, find a peace of a peace of mind, God, in the midst of all the 
confusion that's happening in Russia, Ukraine, Father. Bless your people, Lord God, everywhere. Touch, Lord God, the nation, Father. Touch America tonight. The Bible tells us the poor we will have with us always. And, Lord God, we pray for those that are houseless, those, Father, that are in the city that are without electricity tonight, Father. Lord God, keep them safe, Father. Bless our elderly, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Father, we just ask, Lord, that your will be done tonight. Lord God, we pray for all of those, Father, that are seeking employment. Lord God, we pray that they would find the job that you have for them. Those, Father, that are trying to decide, are are we done with this marriage? Uh, Are we going to get a divorce or are we going to seek counsel? I pray, God, that they would seek godly counsel, Father. I pray, Lord God, for that one who's considering suicide tonight. Abide the spirit of suicide now, Father. Be the lifter up of their hung down head, O God. And camp your guardian angels around about them, Lord God. I pray for that one, Lord, that's stuck in the life of human trafficking tonight. God, deliver them tonight, Lord God. Rescue them, Father. Snatch them out of the hand of the evil one, O God. Return them to their family and their loved ones, O God. In the name of Jesus. Father, tonight we pray for that sinner man, woman, boy, and girl. Yep, that one who has not confessed Christ as their Savior, that one who has not bowed down, who has not opened up their mouth to say, I believe that God gave his son Jesus to die on the cross for the remission of my sins. God, we pray for the one who has said in his heart that there is no God. Father, touch their reprobated minds tonight. God, you are married to the backslider. Bring your children back home to their first love. Father, in the name of Jesus, it is not your desire that any should perish, but all men shall be saved. God, you are not slack concerning your promise. And tonight we stand on your word, O God. You are able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask, think, or imagine. So God, save tonight. Heal tonight, God. Deliver tonight, God. Set the captives free, O God. Open up the blinded eyes, O God. Men broken hearts tonight, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, do it, O God, that you may get the glory. Do it, O God, that you may get the honor. Father, we bless you tonight. We count it, Father, an honor to be able to be salt and light in this earth. People have lost hope, Father, but you have given us power. You have given us authority to to speak life and not death to speak blessings and not so help us, God, be that salt and that light that you have need of us to be, that someone will see the good works of our Father and then come and glorify you. Lord, we love you tonight. We ask that you would bless the man of God that's coming to proclaim your word. God, we pray that you would take him deep down into the hidden treasures of your word. And speak what you have given him to speak. Father, let him speak according to your spirit, according to your purpose and your plan for us that's on this line tonight. Speak, oh God, for your servants are listening. We need a word tonight, Lord God, that's going to change our situation, change our circumstances. We need a word tonight, oh God. That's going to help us elevate our faith. We need a word tonight, oh God, that's going to cause the storm to be still in our lives. God, we need a word tonight. Speak, Lord God, 
for your servants are listening. Then touch those of us that are listening tonight. Give us an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Give us an ear to hear that we may live in obedience to your word, that we may trust your word for all things. Father, we thank you tonight because your word is life building. Your word is what we need to make it through the day. So bless your word tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and amen.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> I don't know what you came to do this evening, saints, but I know I came to praise and worship the Lord. Let me tell you, there is nothing that will uh, just rejuvenate your spirit, that will renew your walk, that will increase your faith. It's when you are giving God the glory and you are giving him the praise. It doesn't matter what you're going through. doesn't matter where you are in in your walk in life. It doesn't matter um, what your circumstances is. If you would just but stop and just begin to give God glory and give him praise in the midst of whatever it is, I guarantee you, you will not be the same that you were when you were entering the storm. We all go through storms every single day. Storms are going to come in and out of your life. But let me tell you something. I'd rather go through a storm and know that I'm in the boat with Jesus than to go through a storm when I'm all by myself. Because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Salvation and glory. Honor and power unto the Lord. That is a mighty, mighty worship song. Mighty worship song. But it just reminds us of where we came from, reminds us of where we are, and reminds us of where we need to go. Hallelujah, salvation, and glory. As we stop and we reflect and honor Dr. King upon this holiday on tomorrow that's coming up, even though here in Oregon we are uh, uh, bogged down with uh, this storm that has passed through, but, you know, I heard the songwriter write a song that said, the storm is passing over. The storm is passing over. And you know what? The storm may come, but the storm has to go because it, it cannot stay. Trouble don't last always. And because weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And, saints, you got to believe that joy is coming. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you're experiencing in this moment right now. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. God has already seen where you are. God has already worked it out on your behalf, and God already has a design of where he wants to take you. All we have to do is just be still and allow God to do what God does. As, as that song says, all our lives he's been faithful, all our lives he's been good. You know, we just have to understand that God is unchanging. He's unwavering regardless of where we are. Even when we fall, even when we make mistakes, even when we backslide, even when we turn and go the other direction, God is still right there with open arms ready to receive us. Hallelujah, somebody, in the mighty name of Jesus. Welcome to the, the Light of Portland broadcast this evening, saints. I'm coming to you out of the book of Acts uh, this evening. Our focus is going to be on Acts chapter 9. And I think that this is just so fitting because uh, it is a, a story of a man who God touched and changed his life and by changing his life revolutionized the world. And 
I know that there are some people out there that need that touch from God. I know that there is somebody listening to this broadcast that is going through and they're tired of being tired. I know you're tired of crying. I know you 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 tired of complaining. You tired of the aches. You tired of the pains that you're going through. It just seems like the harder you work, the 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 further you are from your goal, and and you feel like giving up. Some of you feel like giving in. Some of you might have a spouse or a child or what have you that that you you you're not quite able to break through to 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 get to them for them to see their own worth and see how good they are. But thanks be to God that He knows us better than we know ourselves. And I tell you, saints, on this evening, that if you just but pray. And not just pray, but believe that God can. You 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 you'll be like that 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 leader who who stood in front of of Christ and said, "My servant is sick." He and and Jesus said, "Take me to him." And and he said to Christ, he said he said, "No." He said, "You don't need to go." He said, um, "Like me, I'm a commander over over many many soldiers." He said, "If I say go here, they go. If I say go there, they go." He said, "I know if you just give your word." He said, "It shall be done." And Jesus told him in a According to his faith, and before they can finish speaking, the, 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 some of his servants came up to him and said, Master, come quick, for your servant is healed and up and ready. And he already knew that, that it was already done. Just believe that God can, and you watch God do the impossible, just like he did in this man on this, this evening. And so tonight, I want to talk to you, saints, about trading places. I want to talk to you about trading places. Just say to somebody around you, say, trading places. We're talking about this man named Saul and, and the conversion that he had. Let me give you a little bit of background on Saul uh, real quick. Um, over in Acts chapter 7, there was an event that took place um, uh, right around the 57th verse um, through the 60th verse. Uh, there was the stoning of this great saint named Stephen. Um, he was he was preaching and teaching the word of God, and and he was doing it, um, irregardless of of how how much danger his life was in. He was faithful to to the word of God to spread his word, and some of the religious leaders of that time they could not stand the truth. You know, you have people that are, that 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 you will encounter that will will be around you. That if you start speaking the word of God and you start speaking um, life, all of a sudden people start to cringe. That's a red flag right there, saints. That 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 God be, begins to weed folks out of your life. That God begins to separate the wheat from the tares. That God begins to turn around and divide and show you and open your eyes to let you see those that are really for you and those that are against you. Because when God wants to take you to another level, everybody can't go with you in your current circle. Everybody's not designed to go with you in your current circle. So you'll have to shed some of some of those folks in your circle in order for God to grow you, in order for God to stretch you, in order for God to elevate you to that next level that he desires for you to be. 
And and so God will begin to reveal these things to you um, through his word. He will begin to reveal these things through you um, through his ministry. And so this man, uh, Stephen, just preached the word of God, but it said that these, these, these Pharisees, their ears burned because they wasn't trying to hear the truth where he was preaching about Christ and 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 telling people that they needed to repent and turn away from the the, the deeds and the things that they were doing and all of a sudden these folks' ears were burning because they knew that they were in the wrong and especially being religious leaders they knew those Pharisees knew that they were in the wrong and so all of a sudden um they they turned around and started screaming and and shouting and 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 they wanted to stone him but but the the key figure who oversaw this was a man named Saul and and Saul oversaw uh uh the the uh stoning of this 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 great servant Stephen this this chapter Saul dedicated his life up to that point of going around and persecuting Christians and folks that believed in the word of God. And so he spent he spent so much time and so much dedication uh to to going around and persecuting Christ that he had an encounter with Jesus himself on a Damascus road. See, sometimes, saints, you can be in such a hole that God will turn around and intervene with you, that he might speak directly to you. He might speak to you through someone else, someone else's experience, or he might speak to you uh, through through a word or, or a show you're watching, a song, a song you're listening to. But God will reveal himself in you, and sometimes God will come directly to you and reveal himself directly to you because he needs you to know who he is and how important uh, uh, of, of this ministry and this thing that, that what he has designed you for and laid you out for that you have been running from all of this time. And so God will, will uh, uh, have an encounter with you, if you will. Uh, uh, on your own Damascus Road, in your own place, and it could be in your room, it could be in your car, it could be in the church, it could be in the store, it could be wherever that that experience is. But when God is ready to communicate with you and talk to you, you will have no doubt to know that, that God is speaking to you. And so here this man saw was persecuting these Christians and overseeing uh, the, the, the persecution of, of Stephen and the stoning of Stephen. And, and so he gained quite a reputation um, of, of being able to persecute believers all across the region. They had heard of this man named Saul, and it, and it, it terrified folks, and it sent terror to folks. And so I want to talk tonight about trading places. Because sometimes um, you, 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 you have to, to switch from where you are and be transformed to where God wants to take you. You can't stay the way that you are and, and yet want God to, to bless you and yet want God to do stuff for you and yet want God to heal you or heal your loved ones. It's always interesting to watch folks that, that don't live for God, that don't believe in God, that that live the way of the world and live a secular life, but when we we, we get bogged down or all of a sudden we come to a, a crossroad, whether that be um, uh, getting ready to go through a divorce or uh, a broken marriage or or uh, the parents or or kids or or somebody's health 
or whatever. And then all of a sudden we pray into a God that we, we haven't even talked to in a long time, and we want God to hear us. We want God to answer our prayers, but yet we've been ignoring his voice every single time he's been trying to talk to us. So God has to begin the transformation within us to get us in a place so that we can always recognize and hear his voice because he's been constantly speaking to us. But when we're out doing the things that we want to do, we don't always hear him speaking clearly to us. But yet God is still constantly speaking to us. So in chapter 9, it talks about this man Saul's conversion. And I want to read um, – uh, this this for you uh, just a, a, a little bit. Um, it says in, in chapter 9, Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. So let me pause right there. First off, you you get the picture of, of, of why this man just hated the word so much. Um I, 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 I don't quite understand, but what I do know is that God sees you from the beginning of where you are because when he created us, he said that he didn't make a mistake and he didn't create junk. He knew exactly our design. God sees your life from the moment of inception to the, 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 the moment you are born to the moment you die. God already knows your timeline. He can see it all the way down in an instant. And so when he has a plan designed and laid out for you, he do it for a reason. But the one thing that God does not do is that God does not control us to a point to make us do anything. He says it's on our own free will. But yet God will turn around and God will create instances and use circumstances in your life to reach out to you to change you and and present the word to you so that um, you can recognize and realize why you are really here. Amen, Walls. And so uh, Saul has to have this conversion because it was necessary for Saul to go through everything that Saul went through previously, even all the way up through the seeing the stoning of Stephen. And 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 overseeing that 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 stoning uh, as it took place of this of this great saint of God. But the thing about Stephen that I want to point out is that Stephen not was was so great of a saint that even while they were stoning him, he said something while they were stoning him that only Christ said on the cross. He asked God to forgive those who was doing the very stoning to him, to forgive, to, to forgive those folks. Now, you know, saints, you have to be in a place where God has you, where you can turn around and go through some stuff from somebody that, that deserves the wrath of God. But you sit there and you ask God to show them mercy. 
You ask God to, 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 to show them salvation. This is a true sign of this man and knowing that he had the spirit of God in him, that, that he had the will of God on his side, that he was doing the work for the Lord. That he wasn't just talking about it, he was walking about it. It was reflected in his life. It was re- it was reflected in his walk. And so, uh, even when this encounter uh, Saul had, Saul thought that they were silencing this great man of God and thought that they, that, that they were setting an example. But little did Saul know that it would be a life changing experience for him. And so, uh, 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 in in this conversion here, he 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 says. Uh, uh, right here in verse 5, he says, who are you, Lord, Saul asked. So he already know whose it is. But, but but then Jesus answered. He said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. It said the men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, He could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. Let let me stop right there. For three days. See, saints, what you need to understand is that when you have an encounter with God, There is no doubt that you have an encounter with God. God will change you. If you don't think that that this is true, let me take you all the way back into the Old Testament. And and all the way back to 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 the Old Testament and 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 in in the Old Testament there was another servant in 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 the Old Testament who wrestled with God. Who who wrestled with God? And 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 when he wrestled with God, God uh, as he was wrestling with this this angel of God, and and it became daybreak, and he wanted he wanted the, the angel to say, "I must go, I gotta go," and, and he said, "I'm not letting you go till you bless me." And before the angel left, the angel touched his hip and gave him a wretched a wretched hip. You go read that story of Jacob. You can go and read that story and and read how God changed him and set him up for the success that he would have uh, throughout his lifetime. See, when God changes you, it will be without a doubt that he changes you. Even if he gives you a limp, that limp will have a purpose. Even if God gives you a, a, a cleft tongue, that cleft tongue will, will have a purpose. If, if God makes you stuttering or slow a speech or, 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 or turn around and give you a voice to sing or, or give you a bright mind, he did all of that to set you up for success. See, the enemy comes to, to seek, to kill, steal, and destroy, but God comes to set you up for success so that you may have life and may have life more abundantly. Hallelujah, somebody. And so... There's a transformation that begins to take place in this moment, but sometimes God got to stop you and, and sit you down so that you can focus on the things that you need to focus. So there was a reason that Saul had to be blind for three days because he couldn't go about his business and do things as usual or whatever, or else he might think that it was a fluke on that road. See, something had to happen on that road to get his attention. And so God had his attention and caused him to focus and now look Look at God and depend upon the very faith of, the, of, 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 of a God who he was trying to take that very thing from all of his servants and, and everyone before him that believed in him. You might know somebody like that. See, 
transformed by God from a, a persecutor of Christians to a preacher for Christ. Let me say that again. Transformed by God from a persecutor of Christians to a preacher of Christ. And and not only that, um, uh, but he witnessed and he, uh, as I said, he approved of the stoning of Stephen. So understand the saints that when God is ready to transform you, see, Paul refers to this experience as the start of his new life in Christ. See, as he was transformed by God from a persecutor of Christians to a preacher of Christ. And, and, and you, can, you can read that in Acts 9, 3 through 5. See, and, 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 and also 1 Corinthians 9 and 1, uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 15 and 8, and, and Galatians 1, 15 and 16. He refers to that experience as the start of his new life in Christ. But Paul did not see a vision. He saw the risen Christ himself. In, 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 in verse 17, Paul acknowledged Jesus as Lord, confessed his sin, surrendered his life to Christ, and resolved to obey him. See, when you have a Damascus Road experience and God changes you, there is no doubt that you are changed. And God sets you up to proceed and walk forward. And then when he changes you, like I said, that God's going to cause a change that is it's going to leave a mark. He changed his name from Saul to Paul. And he became known as Paul from that time forward when, 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 when God sent him forward. But understand this story was not done. See, God still involved other people in, in, in Saul's conversion because there was a there was a man by the name of Ananias and Ananias uh, 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 God had approached him and told him he was to go to to this man Saul and and he was to to uh, grab some some dirt from the ground and 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 told him that he was supposed to place it on his eyes and everything and and and, and he's gonna pray over this man and restore his sight. Now, now Ananias was was a little bit apprehensive and terrified because he had heard all the stories about how Saul had persecuted all of those before him. And you got to understand that sometimes you're in a place that God will tell you he needs you to go and do something, and you might be terrified because you heard of the reputation of the person that God is sending you to. But God said that he will give you everything you need for success. He doesn't know how to fail, but only succeed. And so when he sends you, he will equip you. And when he equip you, you will have success, not failure, because God doesn't know failure. And so he sent this man, and he went by that same faith, that same faith that's necessary. And he went, and he did as God had told him, and, and, and Saul's sight was restored, and he became, it finished up his conversion to Paul. And he became Paul, and he became one of the greatest, one of the, the greatest missionaries of the word of God and spreading the word of God. But understand this, saints, that something else also happened uh, uh, during this experience of, of, of Saul's conversion and the persecuting of Stephen. You see, the, 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 from, from the persecuting of Stephen, it was because of that event that all of a sudden, the Great Commission was, was fulfilled. It motivated the, the, the servants of God, the followers of God. They didn't withdraw. Instead, they went out and they began to go out in, into all the world preaching and teaching the good news of the gospel as, as they were commanded to do. 
See, God will use circumstances and situations that will happen in our life, even though we may not understand. God understands, and he may use those situations to grow us and move us to a place that he needs us to go. Stephen's vision supported Jesus' claim and angered the Jewish leaders who had condemned Jesus to death for blasphemy. They would not tolerate Stephen's word, so they dragged him out, and they killed him. But, but understand this, saints, that they thought what they were doing was that they were silencing him. They thought they were shedding him up, but they wasn't shedding him up. It only grew louder. You see, the penalty for blasphemy, speaking irre- uh, 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 irrelevantly about God, was death by stoning. In Leviticus 24:14, the religious leaders who were furious had Stephen stoned without a trial. They did not understand that Stephen's words were true because they were not seeking. Now, understand this: um, the, uh, uh, they were they were those religious leaders. They they were not seeking the the, the truth that that what Stephen was 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 uh, was saying. Um, they they only wanted um, support for their own views and the way that they thought. See, we, we can turn around and put our ways before God's ways. And when we do that, then we get in the way of what God wants to do and what he's trying to say through us and in us. And 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 so um, when sometimes we we have to switch places, you know, in in the the moving trady places uh, with Dan Aykroyd and and uh, took a homeless guy and made him this this uh, stockbroker uh, with all this money and success, and they took the stockbroker and broke him down and made him into nothing. And they the the, the two guys that did it uh, owned this big company and they they did it off of a dollar bet. When the when the two men found out, they hashed a plan to to get back at them, and they ended up using that tactic and going in the stock market and breaking those those two men. Um, and 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 the story goes how uh, at the end of the movie, you know, these two men are are good friends and 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 wealthy, and and uh, uh, you see them at the end just just enjoying life. Uh, and there was even a prostitute uh, thrown in in Jamie Lee Curtis, whose life was also changed. God will use un- uncommon circumstances to change you and bring you from where you are to where he wants you to be. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter how bad you think you are. It doesn't matter what you've experienced. There is nothing too small for God. There is nothing too large for God. There is nothing too impossible for God. God is a God who sees all. God is a God who knows all. God is a God who have an answer for all. And he says that, that if you come unto me, all you are weak, weary, and heavy laden, I will give you rest. All we got to do is step out in faith like Saul did on that Damascus road and follow what God says and watch him begin the transformation in your life and begin to take you places you never thought you could, you could go, begin to elevate you to heights that you never thought you could reach, begin to change you and make you think in ways that you never thought possible and let other people see you in a whole different context. Trade places with who you are to who God desires for you to be. Who you are to who God desires for you to be. 
where is your Damascus Road conversion? Allow God to change you from Saul to the effect of Paul and watch him change the lives of those around you and begin to establish you for who you were desired to be. God bless you. Amen and amen. What an awesome word on tonight. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for every man, woman, boy, and girl that experiences the Damascus Road experience, that they would live their life as brave and as courageous as Paul and be transparent and be real so that men and women and boys and girls can accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Family, I hope you've been blessed by the word on tonight because truly it was a powerful And this is something we all must experience. We all must experience being born again, being transformed, being renewed, being sanctified. And God will qualify us for the work that he has for us to do. Well, it's that time and it's time for us to go. I hope and pray that something was said tonight to strengthen your love relationship with the Lord, to strengthen your faith, and to help you grow stronger as we go through 2024. Be blessed. Know that I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Until next Sunday, be blessed.